Hello, my friends. Happy New Year. Um, this is a writing, kind of a reflection on the year. It's been a beautiful digestion for me. We stayed up until midnight last night, first year that I've done that in a long time, many years. Um, and it was really just because we watched a movie. We got the girls to bed and then we watched a movie and then there were a lot of fireworks here. We're in Mexico and there was a ton of fireworks and so there wasn't really any hope of going to sleep before then anyway. Um, but that means that we're all pretty tired today. So we've been kind of hanging out. It's been uncharacteristically really windy outside. So we haven't wanted to go to the beach and, um, it's raining actually right now. So I don't know, you might be able to hear the rain on the roof. It's very peaceful, but I've spent a lot of the day today writing this piece and, um, really feeling into each of the threads here and uh it's been it feels really good to have written it and to explore this year in clarity and I think those of you who have been kind of following along with me for many years or this year or you know a while this year in particular um will find this interesting and um hopefully moving in some ways um because I think I maybe am explaining a little bit more about what happened, what's happened to me this year than I have explicitly before. Um, but of course, there's wisdom in it as well, as all with my as with all my medicine writings. So this is called Holding and the Year of Slow. I can definitively say that 2022 was the hardest year of my life. 2022 was our first full year as a family of four, two under two for a little less than half of it. There really isn't any way to explain how challenging this is. If you've done it, you know. If you haven't, you don't know. Although if you have any children, you can imagine. Starting in January 2022, I began having extreme and unrelenting insomnia. My nerve inflammation and pain increased and my HPA axis dysregulation, aka thyroid and adrenal burnout, reached a whole new level, making me sweaty, exhausted, prone to breaking out in rashes, gain a lot of weight, and lots of other very uncomfortable, painful, and inconvenient symptoms. All of these health issues are inextricably linked, of course, and come from the same root cause of my body simply not being able to handle the stress it was under anymore. I recently learned that I had what they call a calcium shell, which is when your minerals are so out of whack that your body starts storing huge amounts of calcium in the tissues, basically turning you into bone. These are the types of health issues that are not easily, diag not easily treated by allopathic medicine. This calcium shell thing is not something that most holistic practitioners even know how to diagnose or about. A doctor wouldn't even know what you were talking about. I have not pursued any conventional treatments as I have no interest in getting that hamster wheel of medication specialists, there's nothing wrong with yous, and it's all in your heads. I have chosen to truly go all the way to the very bottom of the root cause, look at all aspects of my being, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and work up from there, as I do with all of my clients. In 2022, I also entirely dismantled my business as it stood, and I fully reoriented to an entirely new paradigm of truly serving energy. No gimmicks, no unethical sales tacti tactics, no sales, no fake urgency, no ideal client avatars, no niche markets, no using my 
business to serve my ego. To be completely honest, I'm still unwinding the threads of egoic grippiness around my business and the way I've used it to prop up my ego, but I am committed to this new foundation of having a magic-led business, which is my teacher Perry Chase's work. I am a representative of the energetic of, of I am a representative of the energetic of nourishment. This is what I serve. When you sign up for an experience with me, follow me on social media, or work with me in any capacity, this is what you are feeling and being transformed by, not me. Nourishment is what I am transmitting in my work with students and in the world always. It is the energy that permeates everything I create. This year was hard, but it was also full of lessons. It was rich with wisdom. It kept me grateful and close to the ground. I learned how to truly surrender into letting people help me and to truly receive that help. And I'm still deepening this lesson as I am with all these lessons, but I've come a long way. I learned how to do less, a lot less. I learned how to truly rest, not crumple and fall on the floor in exhaustion after grinding tasks out, but to really let myself have the space I need simply because it's true, even when I haven't been remotely productive. I learned how to truly take life one minute, one hour, one day at a time. I learned about being present when my physical body is in searing pain and feels immovable, exhausted, beyond belief, and not performing in any way, shape, or form that I expect it to. I learned to be grateful for my body even when it was unruly, messy, and unattractive. 2022 was so beautiful. When I feel into the year, the words that come to mind are family, presence, stillness, rest, wisdom, power. My word for 2022 was hold, and it was truly all I could do to hold all of this, to just be with it, to just hold myself and my girls and my family while I was going through all of these huge unveilings and transitions. To hold myself through this health journey has given me invaluable embodied wisdom about how to serve my medicine of whole being nourishment in the face of extremely uncomfortable circumstances. I have not given my power away out of fear or desperation once throughout this whole process with my health. I have stayed with and trusted the truth and myself with every single decision. I have also worked with and sought out the experts that I trust and work with me as an equal. I am so proud of myself for how much I have held this year. I am so proud of me. And just this statement, I am proud of myself, shows how, how far this recovering self-punisher has come. I actually mean it, and I feel it to my bone marrow. 2022 was a year for the books, but let it be known that this year, that this is the year I started to mother myself into who I am becoming. For 2023, the word that came through is slow, and it's so fitting. I've been holding. I've been learning to widen in place and hold a more, to be still and present with what is. And now it's time to move. Not quickly, nothing fast, no huge expansion here. There will be a time for that, but not this year. 2023 is about staying with every little piece, only moving as fast as I can hold it all. No bypassing, no rushing, feeling it all, tasting every morsel, the slow life, the juicy life. Like a slow back and forth of the hips, eyes closed, tongue wetting full lips, slow is real life sexy. Slow is rare. Slow is the speed of the body. Slow is the speed of glaciers. Slow is the medicine for me this year, and I'm here for it. One micro baby step at a time. So this practice of, um, this is, this is the piece. 
Um, and this practice of choosing a word each year I've been doing for many years. I don't know, maybe, maybe close to five or more. Um, and it's incredible how the, like, you know, there's, there's goals and like all the new year's resolution stuff. And of course I'm not going to be into that. Um, I'm into, of course, like, you know, organization and having intentions and all of that stuff. And actually I'm in a deep process right now with the 13 Holy Nights ritual, um, of, of intention setting and just like kind of creating a map for my, for my year. But there's something about this choosing of the word that's just really, um, simple and there's still, that's so rich. There's still so much in it. Um, and so this is kind of like how I like to look back on my, you know, on my life, uh, on my year and yeah. So, so all this health stuff has been, um, obviously really challenging and it's also just been this wellspring of, it's like this gold mine of lessons, right. And like wisdom and, and, and clarity that I've gotten through the process. It does definitely does not mean that I have enjoyed it even most of the time because it's been a very, very painful experience to go through all of this health stuff. I mean, if anyone out there has, you know, had chronic illness or been, you know, sick long-term or had long-term pain or, um, you know, just feels like very confused and like what's happening with my body doesn't feel like it makes sense. That is such a debilitating place to be in and like to be able to have held myself through it. And when I say through it, I don't mean that it's ended, but there has been this kind of, and I was going to write about this in the piece, but it never really came through. But it's like, there is this way that I feel like I've kind of hit a plateau with my health journey. And I feel very clear. Like, I feel like I've, I kind of see all the pieces. Finally, there's not any part that feels very, like, I don't feel confused anymore. I don't feel like what's going on. I I feel like I am very clear on what is happening. And I also feel very much surrendered and willing to take the steps necessary to heal and to rest and to just, you know, let myself have what I need to be able to rest and to be able to heal. And there was a way that for a lot of the year, I wasn't, I was kind of trying to like get away with, like I was trying to kind of see like how much, how little can I rest and still heal? How little can I, um, you know, it was, it's like how, how little can I do or change about my life and still feel better? There was a way that I was like really trying to quote unquote figure that out for a lot of the year. And more recently in the last few months, I've just been like, it's just got to change. And especially in the last month, actually, like we just have to like one big thing is that I've been sleeping with Alma and Sean's been sleeping with Maya in different rooms. And there's this way the whole year I was like in denial and I really just fought not sleeping with Sean. Like I felt like I want to sleep with Sean. He's my husband. It's good for our relationship. We never get to talk, right? The bed, like the nighttime ritual of like going to bed together is, is, I mean, there's no doubt that it's good for a relationship to sleep together in most cases. Um, however, 
when we slept together, then either Maya was in our room with us or we had a baby monitor for her. And so when she woke up, then I would wake up. And even if Sean took the responsibility, which he has for a lot of the year, um, to go get her and comfort her or to get up with her, I was still waking up from the monitor. And that was a huge thing for my nervous system because a lot of the insomnia started because of like the constantly being woken up at night from babies. And, you know, for six, seven months of her life, I was the only one, you know, I co-slept with her. I nursed her all night. Um, And you have to remember that I was also going from doing that, you know, there was no rest in between Alma and Maya. So I was basically for two years longer, two and a half years, not sleep, being woken up constantly. Um, Neither one of my girls are good sleepers and, or smooth at all. Um, And so, you know, at that point, anyway, my point is, is that I finally surrendered to just the idea that like, I might not be able to sleep with Sean for a while, you know? Um, and once I kind of was like, oh, like there's actually some real things that need to change here for me to get what I need and to heal in the way that I need to, then it's like, I've, I've felt so much better. I've been sleeping so much better. Um, so that's just an example of like the way that I've surrendered in this whole new way. And so I feel like my health journey has like hit a new level and that there is some true like healing coming and I've just rested for a year, truly. Um, and that might've been just what I needed. And, uh, so thank you for being here. Um, 2023 is the year of slow for me, but there will be some movement. There will be some changes. Um, there'll be some new offerings. Fed is starting in February, mid-February. I just, I just booked, I just booked on my calendar the first call. I think it's February 12th. So if you are feeling called for Fed, that's my six-month um, kind of main container. It is a journey into deep feminine nourishment, kind of speaking to all this stuff I was talking about. You know, this is like the basic, like this is how we nourish ourselves, the nutrition the getting our needs met, the really understanding um, what our needs are and being able to meet those needs. And like, there's a lot of parts work that we do in fed as well, because that's a huge part. So it's really like mine, it's mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual, and looking at all the different ways that we need to be fed to feel fully resourced, fully nourished. And, um, so that's starting mid-February. You need to do a call with me to apply. And um, so you can just reach out to me if you feel called. Um, other than that, I have some stuff on the horizon, but I won't announce anything yet. Um, also, I do have one-on-one, two one-on-one spots available. So if you feel like doing a one-on-one um, container with me, you can also reach out and that's something we can talk about. Or if you feel like you maybe want to do fed, maybe you don't want to do one-on-one, maybe you want to do something else, but you want, you feel the call, you can always just reach out to me and we can do a Zoom and we can talk about what is the best fit for you um, out of my offerings. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this and thank you so much for listening and I will see you and 
talk to you soon.